Three races, five drivers, one title. Brands Hatch awaits. Hello and welcome back to the final preview of the season for Brands Hatch GP. Uh, joining me today is Russ and his pet dog Teddy. Yep, yep, he's on, <laughs> he's on the lap. He's the special guest of honour. He uh, has got an, a rough idea of oh, where the championship no. is going to go. Please stop with the puns. But he could be barking up the wrong tree, of course. Yeah, Sutton will perhaps need to be porfect to win the uh, stop, championship. Stop, stop, okay. stop. Right, now you've got your mascot with you. Yeah. Are you looking forward to the weekend? Massively so. Yeah. It's the final weekend. There's still lots to sort. Only one championship has been solved coming into this weekend. Um, yeah. A couple are practically sewn up, but not quite over the line. Um, so yeah, looking forward to it. It should be a good weekend. Uh, I'm fearful of how cold we're going to be on Sunday, if I'm honest with you. It's going to be chilly. It's been a chilly end to the week. Yeah. Um, and as that sun sets at Brands Hatch for race three, I imagine it is going to be rather chilly. Yeah, might have to start warming our hands up on those uh, brake discs as they glow past us. You might need to wear trousers rather than shorts. Oh. <laughs> or tights, if you like. Oh, I'll get some long johns, maybe. <laughs> I'd love to see you in your thermals. But, uh, yeah, so it should be dry for the weekend. Um, at the yeah, start it's of the week. Yeah, at the start of the week, it was going to be a bit more wet. But, however, as the week has gone on, uh, it appears, at the time of recording on, Saturday, on Friday, that it's going to be dry but chilly. Uh, with a possible chance of rain for race three but if it does rain it's going to be a spattering rather than a downpour I'm afraid who do you see that that preferring towards it, it keeps circuiting it doesn't it yes yeah because we've seen well it doesn't it doesn't I mean it was cold for brands at the start of the year mm. and Turkton really struggled yep it was obviously wet for brands last year and Turkton really struggled yep so, is Ingram going into this thinking, ah, damn, wish the rain would be coming? I think if you're Ingram or, or Hill, then yeah, you are. You would have been wishing for rain because it causes that bit more chaos that they're probably going to need yep. to win the title, isn't it? I mean, yep. you know, Hill and Ingram are that bit further back than Turkington, and both pretty good in wet conditions, and it creates that chaos that can really benefit you. It can turn into a real drive car dropping a wheel and the early laps due to being cold, um, and it can lead to you know, the, the kind of chaos that can and mean you win three races, which I think probably Turk Hill and um, Ingram are going to need to do this weekend. Yeah, as we go into the weekend, Turkington will be heading in 32 points behind Sutton. Uh, Ingram is a further six back from that, and Hill a further seven back from him. Josh Cook is the very, very outside chance, 66 points behind with 67 on the table. Um, I think it is all but done for him. Unless some kind of miracle happens. Yeah, I think for the purposes of this pod, we're not going to be including him as a title contender just because there's four mm. other drivers that are, are way more likely. Uh, yeah, I mean, the gap from him to, to Hill is 21 points, which I think he'll struggle to probably make up this weekend on its own. Yes, yeah, yeah I can't, as you say, the, the, the swing needs to be so seismic that everyone needs to go to the wrong postcode, the wrong racetrack, really, for Cook to win this one. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, not going to happen. Now, obviously Sutton has got the biggest advantage... Yep. Coming into this, uh, coming into the 11 corner circuit, obviously at the long iteration version. Um, so we go through the forest. Out through the forest. I um, must admit, I do like this track. I just wish you could see things in the forest. Yeah. I wish you could stand in the forest. Do you know who has the qualifying record here? 
yes, I do. I think I saw this the other day. Isn't it someone like Brett Smith? Well, it's not someone like Brett Smith. It, it is it Brett is Smith. Brett Smith, isn't it? 2018, that was set, which yeah. is crazy. Because you was see, was that in the Eurotech Honda? Uh, I'm assuming it must have been. Yeah. Teddy does not think it was in the Eurotech <laughs> Honda. Uh, that was in 2018. Uh, quality time of 130.5. Uh, and the race um, fastest lap, do you know who? Turkington? Yep. 131.3. Do you know what year? Last this, year? No, this one really threw me. 2016, this one stands wow. for. Wow. One series. Uh, yeah, it been eBay yeah, Motors, yeah. wasn't it? Uh, was it the... No. Was it the... I certainly... Oh, was certainly, it the VW? No, surely not. Can't be in a VW round here. Well, no, back, they were good for a while, weren't they? I know they, they were, were good for a while, yes. You, you carry on talking. I'm just going to go back to 2016. Okay, you, you will do. Um, yeah, as you, as you say, um, lap records around here, will they be broken this weekend? Possibly. We've seen a few lap records go recently. And looking at... The conditions probably make it more difficult, but also the drivers looking to take the title will be on maximum attack. Um, it was a Subaru. It was a oh, Subaru wow. of the Okay. Carry on. Thank you. Um, the drivers will have to be on maximum attack, and, and every point for fastest lap could be crucial this weekend. Yeah, although I don't think we're going to see any new lap records in qualifying, or even the race, actually. I think because of the time of the year, obviously, I think it's going to be that much colder. Yeah. Um, I don't see it being broken particularly. I think the fields will be that bit too bunched up for anybody to get a real clear run out either. Um, so no, I don't see any track records being broken this weekend. Okay then, who are the most successful drivers here then? Well, the most successful because I couldn't be bothered to try and work out every year to when it because on oh, on the stats. Well, lazy. let me finish. <laughs> what, what research have you done? Where's your cards? I'm here. <laughs> on the uh, on the stats on the websites, they don't differentiate between brands GP and Indy, which means I'd have to go through every year to work out with the, what all they're running. So I've grouped them together for the sake of ease. Plato has the most wins round here of all time, 26. Ooh, that's a lot. It is when you compare to the championship contenders. So Jeez. Sutton has three. Yep. Turkton has eight. Yeah. Ingram has four. Those three have a really good podium haul round here as well. Yep. Hill has zero and Cook has one. Ooh, when was that? That was a long time. Must have been a long time ago. I can't ever remember Cook going particularly well here. It was, I th um, which I think is another reason that we haven't really got him in in this title hunt. Bear with me, Josh Cook. I'm just having a look now. Okay. You'd love to catch me off my guard. Don't yes, you? I do. Let me just catch you off your guard <laughs> while I do this. Then, so on, then. Ash Sutton has probably the easy, the easiest job coming in this weekend. However, it's not quite as simple as a rather interesting article on the BTCP website. You were, and I quote, excited to read. Yes, have you read it? Yes, I haven't read it. I Brilliant. forgot. <laughs> 2019, Hill, uh, Cook took that win in the FK8, the first oh. race of the season. Fair enough. Yeah, went to seventh the second time round. Okay, then. Uh, yes, I haven't read your article, but I understand it has gone down quite well and there has been a good amount of uh, interaction. Yeah, it's um, it. it is our most successful article to date, so thank you to everybody who shared, read it, and obviously not everybody did read it, so thank you to those yeah. who did. Uh, and interacted with it. Um, obviously, it seems to show that you guys like articles, which is always good to know going into next season. But yeah, I do. Th I, I kind of feel sorry for Sutton this weekend. Sorry, what? Because the, how? Because the gap is the gap is too small to take. Uh, the gap is too big to take silly risks. It's the biggest gap that we've seen in years. It's too big to take any silly risks. 
but it's also too small just to sit and not score points. I think. I. He won't not score points. Will but, what, he? but what does he? Okay, so th- let's just imagine this scenario. Look, look at how he played last time out yeah. at Donington. Yeah, he, yeah. he sort of like bided his time. Yeah. Fell through the field in a couple of the races and then fought back when his tyres were in the right window, and the battling had stopped. So then not getting himself into silly mistakes. But all the pressures on him. There's no pressure on the other drivers because they're not expected to win. Yeah. Okay. Let's say Turkson qualifies top three. Yeah. Which is plausible. Definitely. Sutton qualifies ninth or eighth, which seems to be his average. His average is about seven point six, I think, this season. Yep. Turkton wins race one and two. Yep. That gap is even if Sutton finishes seventh, eighth, that sort of area, the gap is closed a lot. Uh, uh, a lot. That's forty points for Turkton, probably forty-two, possibly forty-four. It is a lot of points, I agree, but I think in race two certainly. Sutton will not have anywhere near as much weight on board and he will know what he needs to do and where he needs to get to. Which means he's going to have to make overtakes, which could end in tears. Mm. So I don't think it's as simple as everybody thinks. I think if you were to give me, if you were to make me put £5 or something to win off my own money, then of course I'd go Sutton. Yep. But if you were to give me a free bet, I'd probably go Turkington. Here's a question for you then. How crucial this weekend do you see teammates being... So we've got, obviously, Jelly and Oliphant to try and back up Turkins and try and maybe help him help him along. We've got Moffitt up there for Sutton. And Bordley. In- and Bordley, yeah. Okay. Uh, Ingram's got Smiley. Um, has he? Or has Turkins got Smiley? <laughs> Ingram's got Smiley. Jake Hill has got Andy Neat, <laughs> Sam Osborne, and um, Ollie Jackson. So I, I expect Jackson to go well here as well, by the way. he's This seems to be a track he does pretty good at. How much of an influence are these teammates going to have? None. No? No, because okay. because they're not gonna, They're not all professionals. They're not going to shunt somebody off the track. The worst they're going to do is hold them up a little bit. They're not going to push anybody off the track. Although, Neil did turn around Turkson a couple of years ago. In a, <laughs> I still remember. I can still picture that in my mind, yeah. Yeah, in an interesting, quote, racing incident. Um, no, I don't think they're going to play much role because I also don't think that either of those, either any of the teammates, are in the same league as the main drivers for the team. I mean, Oliphant and Jelly have done okay, but they're both fairly inconsistent. Okay, different question for you then. How much do you think drivers like Shedden, <laughs> much more, Robot, much more, are going to have an influence well, on? Much it? more because it depends what kind of driver you are. We've seen before that if you're not, if you've got no skin in the fight, they've let title drivers come through. Sometimes, and another case we've seen. I've got no skin in the fight. I owe you nothing. I'm not it's giving one for all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're not coming past just because you're in a title race, son. Yeah. And you mentioned two drivers in there who I don't think would give a flying flamingo <laughs> about what your hopes are. In are they Scottish? Butcher and Shetton. I, I, I don't see any easy passes there. No. You might say that Butcher might let Ingram through a push. That's well, about payback for Snet last year. Well, I just think that those two probably get on fairly well, actually. Yeah. Um, it's not that he doesn't get on with the other drivers. I just think that out of the rest, what, why would you? What, yeah. what do you owe them? Nothing. Um, so I, th- that's what I mean about the teammates. The worst that can happen, or the best they can do really, is to hold them up. But you try holding up Ingram, Sutton or Turkington, they're just going to find a way past you. One thing that could happen is if that one of them gets in front and backs up the pack and tries to allow um, you know, cars to chip over themselves behind them, yep. that could work. Dangerous policy, that. Very dangerous policy, because it can take out your own guy as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I think that I think actually that those other guys are going to make more of a difference because again, Moffat has been has had a good resurgence. Do you trust him to be at the front all weekend with Sutton? Arguably not. 
but I think he's probably the most hot-headed to, to do something that would help him more than Oliphant or Jelly. Would, uh, something about these Scottish drivers, isn't there? Um, <laughs> is Oliphant going to be up there? Lord knows. I, mean, <laughs> I don't know what's happened to him in the second half of the season. And then you bank on Jelly to help more, yep. which if you're banking on Jelly rather than Oliphant, you know, yep. something's gone a little bit wrong. Uh, we should also mention that Ingram won't have any help from Boutel this weekend as he's having to sit it out with concussions suffered from the uh, accident with Sam Smelt at Donington. We have Andy Wilmot, not the Top Gear producer as far as I'm aware. That's Andy Wilman. Oh, is it Wilman? Yes. Oh, I'm looking like a writer. Thanks, thanks That's for right. pointing that out when I said it earlier to you. I did. Oh, you did you? Listening. Oh, I wasn't listening. Okay, well, there <laughs> yeah, we go. Yeah, Andy Wilmot. We've, we've seen him in the Championship before, um, so it'll be, it won't be a, a complete sort of like out of the pan into the fire job for him um, but he will have to get used to it and we would probably expect the same sort of performance that we saw from Halstead in that car yeah it's not going to be I, it's interesting though, isn't it? last year we had Rivette obviously the last round nearly have yeah. a brown trousers moment oh. at Turkington obviously that sort of thing can happen of course you know yeah. that that could be something they decided I mean that very nearly decided the championship last year didn't it yep uh, Sutton didn't win it in race 2 then because that happened in race 2 mm. so no Certain hadn't won it by race two. Lovely. Um, looking at the drivers, then the challenges from last year in 2019. So Sutton um, in 2020 at the GP circuit had a sixth, a third, and a second. Turkton a second, a first, and a fifth. He was the highest scorer that weekend. Hill a tenth, and then two retirements. Ingram a fourth, a second, and a retirement. And Cook, who I'll include just to make it slightly more interesting 21st retirement 17th so good track for Cook uh, 2019th Sutton had an 11th a 1st and a 3rd and that was in the Subaru yep um, it was actually so impressive that race 2 that was the wet race where mm. Camish did that ridiculous move on the outside of Paddock but Sutton ran away with him. he was so far up the road yeah he did uh, Turkton 5th 25th 6th so good pace to come back through the field Hill retirement 19th 12th steady progress throughout the day Ingram 23rd 21st 7th not the best of weekends for him there. And Cook, a retirement, a 13th and a 5th. So, again, good move throughout the field. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a tricky one to call, really, isn't it? It is. The overall top three from 2020 was Camish, Turkton, Jackson from race one. Turkton, Ingram, Sutton from race two. Oliphant, Sutton, Jelly from race three. So, you can see that Turkton and Sutton were on the podium twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2019, Camish, Neil, Chilton. That would have been a, a triple Honda. No, that would have been a Honda and a Ford. Yeah. was in the Ford then, wasn't he? Uh, Sutton, Jordan, Camish, Plato, Butcher, Sutton. So Sutton does go well. Here, I'm not really surprised when you look at the traction zones that are around here. No, certainly not. Um, it's not the only championship that we've got to decide this weekend. We've also got the manufacturers, although it looks fairly well soon, sewn up for BMW. They currently have a 91-point lead over motorbase Ford, uh, with Toyota nearly another 100 points behind that. Is that even doable? I suppose it is because it's yeah, with one two, if if yeah. if motorbase was to get three one twos on them, I suppose yeah, possibly. Um, moving into the teams championship now, when it loads, uh, laser tools are top. Yeah, laser tools are top by uh, seventy seven points from BTC Racing. They've eked that out quite nicely, haven't they? They have, um, and I think Moffat's late season form has really helped them there. Well, it's surprising how is that wide, is it? Do you think how well Proc has done since he's come in? Cook's a fairly consistent point scorer. I think it's testament to what a good job Sutton and Moffat, particularly second half of the season, have actually done. Yeah. Um, and and of note, they're both ahead of Team BMW, which yes. kind of it, it's a standout for how bad Oliphant and less so Jelly, but I, how poorly they've performed 
on a consistent basis. I don't think you can put put this at Jelly's door. He's scored where you'd expect him to score, which is around about the eighth to fourteenth mark, which is what he'd have been aiming for. And he's yeah. done that more often than not. So I don't think you can lay that at Jelly's door. To be fair to him, I no. know he's not your favourite driver on the grid, but I don't think he's done. I think he's done what you'd have expected of him a little bit more. To be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in terms of the independent drivers, unsurprisingly, Sutton leads that from Ingram, from Cook, from Moffat. Moffat might fancy getting third, you know. Yeah, I think he probably will. Um, as we say, it's probably not Cook's strongest circuit, and if Moffat needs to be up there to play rear gunner or battering ram for for Sutton, then um, it could go one of two ways, couldn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It's. Um it's a chat Moffat. I thought we got a podium here at the start of the season with the so close, wasn't it? Plato so thing. I'm still not convinced. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I expect him to go pretty well here. Yeah, he's got nothing to lose. Going to go out on the season on a high. Uh, in the independent teams, then guess what? It's Laser Tools again, looking to to take the title. So they could take a quadruple here. Yes, they could. Yeah. <laughs> Mental, isn't it? Um, they lead it from. Ginsters accelerate with trade price cars, yep. uh, who are only just ahead of Halfords racing with Cataclean, who I think will probably catch them this weekend. It's a great effort, though, by Ginsters Accelerate to be ahead of Halfords. You think yeah. that it's only their second season. Okay, it's two new drivers in that way to dynamics, but you know, there's, there's three drivers who are driving a car for the first or that style car for the first time. Yeah, and I think it's testament to how quietly Smiley's gone about his business this year. Scored good points, and obviously Ingram's done done a good job too. Yeah, and just just to note, that is only two of the Hyundai's because the other two are down in ninth for Accelerate with trade yeah. price cars. <clears throat> I think it's also notes with, again, BTC Racing. Yeah. It's very tight from second to fourth, though. Car gods will be disappointed that they're down in sixth. So, I mean, look, particular Power Max are ahead of them in the older car, yep. older driver, driver back in who's not in Lloyd, who's not been in the series for a while, who's... I mean, he's absolutely out. Sean Chilton, isn't he? Yes. And you probably argue he's had a better season than Morgan, though the table doesn't show that. I prob- he's had a better season than Plato as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But he's certainly had a better season. Certainly out, Sean Chilton. I think he's done pretty well against Morgan, actually. Yeah, Morgan seems to have dropped off to this back end of the season. Yeah, I don't is- know if it's just development issues or, yeah, an eye on next year maybe. And the the final one, which you hate looking at, which is the Pointless. the Wingfoot Award, having already had the Jacksies sewn up by Robot and what was Donington. wrong? What was wrong with the Forever Forward Award? I don't know. Which rewarded overtaking? Yep, I know, I know. This rewards but you for not having weight in the car. This is a quali- qualifying award based on qualifying points across the season. Pathetic. Um, Turkinson currently leads by eleven points at the top from Butcher, who is five points ahead of Hill. Um, Interesting to see Sutton's in sixth, Ingram's only eighth, and well, I think I mean. that that is a testament to how poorly the car works with weight on board. Well, so I mean, it's a complete pointless for me. It's a completely pointless um, award because it, it awards you for not having weight on the car. Well, we'll see what award they might might want to bring with them next year. And I know that they can't have the Dunlop for affordable because it's good year, but surely wants that you know, overtaking or laps led or something exciting rather yeah. than. You know, oh, you're qualified. Well done. Although laps led, it would probably still be Turkington. Yeah, but I don't mind that so much. <laughs> at least it was racing. I mean, well, the thing, the thing that I think this is the complete pointlessness of it is that most of the time we see first twenty have separated by less than a second. So yeah. what does this actually prove? Yeah, that you're thousandths of a second quicker than someone else. Big whoop. <laughs> Big whoop. Yeah, it's not an award I like, as you're probably gauging. Um, 
but it might be the only award that Turkin takes home this year. Yeah, very possible. Very possible. For a second year in a row. Shall we have a look at some predictions? Yes, we should have a quick look at predictions. I just wanted to go through a couple of the stats of the contenders because they oh, they make for then. interesting reading. You probably have seen them across the BTCC socials. But let's start with uh, Jake Hill, who's obviously I'm not going to put Cook in this because of time. <laughs> um, Hill has got the most podiums out of the title contenders, and I think out of the field of nine. Yeah, he's gained 69 places throughout the season, which has been a testament to how well an overtaker he's become. He's led 36. And also how much bad luck he's had at, at times. Yes. He's led 36 laps and his average qualifying position is 7.67, which is not too bad. Moving into Tingers, as he's referred to lovingly in the pit pit lane commentary, Uh, he has got an average qualifying of 10.78, eight podiums, that's one less than Hill, 70 places gained, which again shows how he's had to fight back so often this season in the car, and he's led 27 laps, which I think is the same as Hill. No. Not quite. 36, no. I completely forgot what I said. <laughs> uh, moving on to Colin Turkton. Now, this is an absolutely a, a incredible stat, I think, which I'll get to at the end. Yeah. Average qualifying, 5.78. Yep, that's why he's top of the Dunlop Award. I'm oh, sorry, the Goodyear good Wingfoot Award. Uh, four race wins, eight podiums, 28 places gained, 107 laps led. So when, when he gets... ridiculous, get, isn't it's it? It's ominous, because when he gets to the front, he generally stays at the front. Oh, yeah. Man, that's going to be really ominous this weekend we if he saw qualifies that at, high. We saw that in the final race at Donington, didn't we? Yeah. We knew that once he was on pole, all he had to do was get a good start, and he was off into the distance. And I think he won that race by about four seconds, didn't he? We saw it at Nokia as well until he um, bottled it with yeah. something behind him. Yeah. But I think it's ominous that if he gets out in front this weekend, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, certainly does. If, say, if he wins race one and Sutton's sixth or lower, it's suddenly very interesting indeed. Mm. Uh I have to take a calculator with us this weekend. We've got our phones. Just to work it all out. Yeah, we've got our phones. They've yeah. got calculators on. Just like our maths teacher said we wouldn't have. Anyway, you, so turn a phrase, come on. You, you can use do it in your head. You can understand maths. I'm going to need an abacus. Come on, bring Sutton up. Uh, Sutton, average qualifying of 7.89. Four race wins, eight podiums, 67 places gained. <laughs> which is mental. And twen- only 21 laps led. Which shows least, just how late he the makes these. The least of all four. Yeah. Yeah. With four wins as well, which means that he leads for basically a quarter of the race, if you want to dumb it down to its most simplest yeah. statistical data. Yeah. Which just shows how well he gets that car coming alive. Only four wins, though. He's not had a win it's, since Croft. It's consistency that's done him this season. Um, change of approach. Change of say. approach, yes. Uh, Talking of a change of approach. Indeed. Well, just some quick fire questions to you before we get on to our, our predictions. Hard. Dropped off massively on the second half of the season. They are doing stickers this weekend, though, I've seen on uh, the socials. A nice little uh, hard Ooh. sort of stick about that size. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Five nice. after two. Have a look for those. Okay. Um, digression there. Uh, so, hard. Had a decent time out here at the Indy Circuit. Goff took a podium. Yep. In a reverse grid. So yes. still a podium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how do we fare, think they're going to fare this time round? I think they'll struggle to get into the top ten. I think, again, Taylor Smith will outperform Goff this weekend. That's not a prediction. Oh, no. for just just making that clear. Um, but, yeah, I, I think they, they could struggle. I think they've struggled for development this season. And I wonder whether they've almost lost their way or whether they're actually concentrating more on hybrid 
I think a mixture of both is possible. Though don't forget, uh, Goff was on pole here, reverse grid in the uh, CC. Yeah. So track he goes pretty well at, to yep. be honest with you. Um, so. He hasn't been sleeping well though. No, no. I'm fairly sure we looked at that hotel one year to stay at, by the way. I'm fairly <laughs> yeah. sure we did. When you told me about his Instagram story, I went and watched it. I was like, oh my God, where yeah. the hell is he? And also, you see this morning, he woke up to a puncture on his mini. No, no, I hadn't. He woke up to a puncture on his mini. So, he's not the greatest preparation coming into this. Um, but I expect him to do pretty well. And then Power Max is the other team I want to quickly talk about, as they constantly seem to be sort of punching above their weight particularly Lloyd I mean or proving us wrong I think you mean yeah that <laughs> yeah, too that yeah. too I um, mean I've got my own suspicions to who will be on pole but I wouldn't be surprised whatsoever if Lloyd bangs out a pole position this week just just because no way and the way he's been he's you know he's in a good purple patch yeah I, you know, I don't think if I was to put money on it I would go for it but I wouldn't be at all surprised if Lloyd's top four drivers yeah, I think he'll be looking towards um, finishing sort of like 11th in championship. He's 16 points behind Jelly, um, ahead of Plato, mm -hmm. which I should think he will he will hold on to. Mm -hmm. Had a elephant, Goff, Smiley. Yeah, some decent drivers Jackson, there. Chilton, um, Camish. I mean, come on. <laughs> um, but yeah, I expect Lloyd to go okay, score some solid points, but not get mixed up in anything too much no and I think he, you know, the way he has driven this year I don't think he would get caught up in anything his teammate on the other hand <laughs> can you imagine if Sutton's behind Plato oh dear and the two of them are going his paddock hill bend the widest voxel on earth side by side paddock hill bend <laughs> slightly slippery curb in a real drive car isn't it nudging, nudging him wide butcher behind going oh I remember this I've seen, <laughs> I've seen this movie before <laughs> there's a bridge there too I can get them both out yeah yeah, that could be more interesting. Uh, but yeah, I think that he'll be looking, Lloyd, to, as you say, solidify where he's come. Out, finish ahead of play, so that's got to be the key. And maybe Pip Morgan and Jelly as well in, along the way. That'd be a hell of a result if he can sneak into the top 10. I think that's too much of a stretch. Mm. But 11th is, is durable. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, BTC Proctor, really strong since he's come in. He looks pretty much certain to be in the top 10, I, I'd say, the way he's gone. Yeah. Um, I think he's not going to get any higher than ninth, bearing barring a really poor weekend by Shedden and Moffat ahead of him. Um, hopefully, he can be in for the whole season next year and see how far he can push. Yeah, he he was sort of like ruining the fact that he came in late to the championship, and I certainly think he could have probably been up, sort of like challenging, probably where Cook is. Looking at the form that he's had since he's been in the championship, effectively he's missed two two, two rounds. rounds. I think he's ahead of Cook if he starts the championship. Yeah. Yeah. Cook's good at Thruxton. Prop is pretty good everywhere. Uh, and before been, we a, been a bit, bit of a revelation this season, hasn't he? He has. Actually. He's been, he's come in and done really well. It's easily been his strongest year, I think. Yeah. He's been consistently good. And to say being in the top nine, having or top ten, having missed two effectively two rounds is pretty damn impressive. Yeah. Before we go on to the our predictions, I should just also say I'll have custard in my humble pie because Ingram is in a championship battle going into. Hey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I still think he would have probably been closer in the. Because we've seen if Butcher had driven it a little bit more conservatively, like Ingram tends to drive it, that Toyota is still blooming quick. Yeah, it is. But look, I was wrong. Lovely. I was wrong. I like it when you say that. You like it even more when I say it, but. <laughs> if Moffat finishes ahead of Cook, I, I expect a written apology. And that's not beyond the realms of possibility. 28 points, we'll see. Cook doesn't go well here. We'll see. I expect a written apology. <laughs> CC'd too late for <laughs> racing. Right, okay, let's do some predictions then and wrap this up. Um, 
It reminded to wrap up warm on Sunday. Yeah, that's, I, that's the links I'm capable of. I I badly need to catch up because I had a poor weekend last time out compared to you. Yeah, so to remind everybody, I'm on thirty points. Sam is on twenty-seven. I've opened up a three-point <sighs> gap. He needs to outscore me by four. The biggest gap to win. all season. Yeah, I had an absolute stonker at Donington. Just call me Spurs. Um, we didn't really bottle it. it. Just just sort of fell away. You're more. Yeah. You're more. I don't know. Leicester. <laughs> anyway, right, some race winners from you then, Sam. Give me a three if there are three. Turkinson, he has to win a race this weekend. Yep. Ingram, I think, may well be out of it by that time, but I think he might win race three, knowing how he struggles with weight and board with the car. Mm-hmm. And just because he wants to put a cat amongst the pigeons, Gordon Shedden. Having barred his way past Turkinson yeah, in race yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I'm going for Butcher. I I actually think he's going to put it on pole as well. It's not That's not a prediction, by the way, uh, or a formal prediction, but I. I think Butch will put it on pole. Yeah. Uh, Hill goes well around here. Local circuit, got nothing to lose. Like you have Inger, it might be a race three. It might be a race two. And I'm going to go for a, a slight wild card. Jelly. Goes well around Brands Hatch. He's in a good car. He looked quick at the start of the season until Shedden happened. Um, and he's on a high. Finished season on a high. State, we, we don't know how many cars BMW are going to run next year. Hmm. If it is two, state your claim. Yep, he certainly likes going well at Brands, doesn't he? You've got a podium here in the 1 Series, yep. in the reverse grid, yeah. so I expect him to go well. This, of course, means Jenny's going to have a jelly weekend of being Paddock Hill, Ben's barrier for all three <laughs> releases. <hope> so. <laughs> right, my predictions of the um, the main ones, is that somebody will score their first podium of the year. Interesting. That's an interesting one, that. Yeah, I was. I wish I changed. I wish I had changed. It, I wonder actually. how far down you have to go to find a driver that hasn't scored a podium. Can I slightly mend that? No. To be first win of the year for someone. Oh. Yes, go on then. Because I think that's even less likely. Mm. Um, my first one is Dynamics car to be in the top seven of every race, whether that be Shedden or Robottom. Cut to Shedden and Robottom. <laughs> Take each other out of Druid. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm going to go for something that's not happened for a while. Sutton to have sewn the championship up before race three, um, whether that being race one, which I think technically he can do in race one, um, yeah. but probably unlikely. I can't remember the last time it was sewn up going into race three, but I think this is probably... Yeah, it's a little while ago, isn't it? Yeah, but I think it's a chance when he might do that. Uh, my second one is hopefully Jelly doesn't end up in Paddock Hill, uh, but hopefully he also outscores Oliphant this weekend, which he's been doing fairly consistently recently. Cut to Oliphant winning all three races. Yep. Uh, car gods to be outscored by Powermax. There can only be one winner in the car cleansing clan, and it might well be Powermax or uh, car gods. I think it's going to be Powermaxed. I, I don't know what's happened to car. I, I mean, we're obviously going to do a full season review, but I have to say, now, I'm quite disappointed and underwhelmed by the car gods' first season. Yeah, yeah, I can winning, that. Title winning car, some support from but WSR. Also a car that they've never run before. Yeah, but they're getting some support from WSR. Mm. Yeah, we don't need, know the extent of that support, though. So. No, just it's just been a bit meh, hasn't it? A strong start, and just yep. been a bit meh. Uh, my third one will be BTC to outscore Laser Tools. It's something that they need to do if they want any hope to win the Independent Teams Championship or even the Teams Championship. Um, so I think they're going to be really gunning for that. See how what Cook turns up on the day. Both gone robot for the Jack Sears, though it doesn't really matter. Nope. Uh, <laughs> right. This could be the, this could be the absolute <laughs> turning point, I think. 
It's going to be pivotal. Come on, Tim. And actually, I think what I should also do is write these down when we go, because we always forget what we've yep. actually picked, so we can uh, stay on top of it. Right. Ash has changed his style this year, but it's worked. You're, 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 grim- you're grimacing. You can hear it already. I can hear it, yes. But I don't... Oh, I, I wouldn't be as confident on that as some of your others. Okay. Your first one? Um, This is the one I'm least confident on. See, I'd be... Quite because, in this one. because of the time ago that it was, but I think, and I think he might refer back to the Camish break failure. I think he might do it if anybody else goes off of that corner. Yeah, that's yeah. what we've got to hope for. Yeah. Is that a tight arrival goes off in that and goes, no, the same corner where Camish had his break. Can you believe it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If nothing happens at that corner, I'm in. I'm in the bin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my second one is he'll mention something about Ingram with and without weight. Compare the two. I'm really worried he's going to do that head of. The race itself. The thing wins between, race two. In between races. Yeah. The thing wins wins race two from like eighth. So he go that car's. Are, we saw it at Donington without the weight. Yep. It, it, I need Ingram to do something for me on that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think we're gonna have a weather-based one, and because of how cold it's looking this weekend, I think he might mention how the rear-wheel drive cars struggle to heat up their front tyres. I think he's more likely to say that in qualifying than he is the races. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Because if you mm. have maybe Turkington or Sutton falling back through the pack in mm. the early stages, he's got to jump to that, hasn't he? Sure. No, go. Sutton's got a problem. Sutton's got a problem. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. No, it's okay. Uh, okay. Turkington has nothing to lose. I can see him making a, a, a move that's perhaps a little bit more aggressive than Colin normally makes and him go, well, he's got nothing to lose, of course. He has to score the points. Yeah. In fact, I'm almost tempted to put that green now because I'm almost certain that's going to be said. <laughs> um, uh, this is also my m- almost most certain one. Uh, and him to mention that this is Motorbase's home circuit, obviously probably talking about Hill at the time. I think that depends on where Hill is because if he's yeah. not doing well, again, qualifying or pre-race, I think he's likely yeah. to say yeah. that. Yeah. And we'll we, see. We have to be clear, it's the race only and for... As it is so close, it's the from the minute they start doing their warm up lap yep. to and here's your results. Yes. Yep. Yeah. I should put that as a bingo. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> and here's your results. Oh, right. It's gonna be cold by the looks of things, so do take layers. Yeah, wrap up warm. Um flask of hot hockey. <laughs> If if you say so. <laughs> well, I'm not going to start advocating whiskey or dark spirits, but <laughs> each their own. Um, yeah, we hope you enjoy the weekend. Uh, we look forward to some close battles um, and hope that it all goes down fairly. And uh, there's no nothing too controversial. Not an indicated indicator gate then. Yes. Yeah. Um, and we look forward to a fantastic weekend of racing. We will bring you a review pod. Possibly on Wednesday once we've got back and warmed ourselves up. And <laughs> it won't be Wednesday. I'm busy Wednesday. Oh, okay, fine. Like Thursday then. Well, yeah, more likely to be Thursday. More likely to be Thursday. Um, Sorry. Sorry, everybody. Oh, letting the pod down. I've seen Bond. Oh, where's my invite? Come in, my dad and my granddad if you like. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll, we'll be back for you then. And then obviously after that, we'll have a full season review. We'll also be working on a off-season programme as well to keep you uh, interested over the winter. That will be a mixture of articles and smaller pods. And yep. we've got a very exciting pod coming up soon. Not going to give you details yet. You've got to stay with us. But we've got guests on. 
Yeah, not that'll, dri- be, that'll be exciting. Not drivers, though. It's not over. It's not. No, head, let's you know, don't don't overreg it. Overreg it, but we will have a. a and special, it's not Alan Gow. It's not Alan Gow, <laughs> and it's not drivers. But we have got a special guest podcast coming up, which I think will be really eye-opening for everybody. So yes, very much. Yeah, so. so stick with us. Keep an eye on the website. Get in contact. Uh, people often ask, "How can we help you out?" Simplest way is to like, share, and subscribe. Leave us a review. Obviously, five stars are best, but four are accepted. Um, that is the best way to help us get up the charts on Spotify, iTunes, and wherever else you get your podcasts from. Yep, and we'll be back with you for a review podcast next week. See you soon. Bye. Remember to subscribe, follow, and also share our podcast for more touring car updates. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook by just searching for BTCP, British Touring Car Podcast. And you can also contact us there or on our email at btccpod at gmail.com. 